0: Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie?
1: I hear myself. I hear what I'm saying. I realize that I am being a diva. Paula? I am not
2: stupid.
0: Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth.
2: Welcome
1: to The Ugly Truth, everybody. It is episode 165. Hello,
2: everybody. Ugh, ugh. That's right. <laughs> it's, I it's... might sound like cl- crap, but I'm not clearing my throat. <laughs> It is Jamie
1: with my sister Paula this week. We are going to be powering through our phlegm because we don't want another ugly cuts filled with
2: frog sounds. It made me think of this Ferris Bueller when uh, he was playing on the keyboard and he's like <laughs> blah 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 <laughs> You know? <laughs> no kidding. None of it. There will be none of it. I can
1: I literally feel a little bit in my throat right now and I'm dying to go. Uh-uh, but I'm not gonna do it.
2: I don't know why we have such bad allergies.
1: Well, you know, we we live in the valley of Northern California and things tend to settle. And so we get, you know, unless it gets nice and breezy and blows everything out, we just don't have the cleanest of air compared to other areas. Like if you go to the Bay Area, you wouldn't have any allergies. Well, it's yeah, it's always cool and breezy and, and yeah. So anyway, welcome to The Ugly Truth. Thank you so much for downloading our show. Thank you for listening and sharing with your friends And uh, listening in your cars or on your smartphones, I, I think in total have received well over double digits in Snapchat followers. I know you
2: probably have more than me. I haven't counted, but I know that now I'm almost getting like embarrassed because Why? if I do something <laughs> stupid, I'm just like, wow! there's no buttons of people looking at my dumbness. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> they love it. People love, I love looking at Snapchats.
1: They're, it's like one of my f- most favorite things now. The only thing that I need to do is I need to follow back because you have I, to. I know, but the thing is, is I'm, I'm a little Snapchat retarded, so I'm still figuring it out. And then like yesterday I went on to Snapchat and I went, oh God, the Updated the app and now I'm all confused again. <laughs> so I have to educate myself, become a little more proficient, and then I'll be following others because I don't even know. I don't understand it. Ask you know, I Ask either
2: one of your children. I follow both of them. And they're both, you know, very proficient on Snapchat. Yes, so. they are. I will. I will. I
1: will get a training session from a millennial and figure it out. So thank you for following us on Snapchat. I will try to be a little more active. Paula's very good at, at playing around on her Snapchat. What are you, Paula Ugly Truth? Yes. Paula Ugly Truth. And I'm Jamie Kinn, K-Y-N-N. So follow us if you would like to see our shenanigans when we're when you're not listening to us, because we're just so incredibly interesting. You'll want to see everything we're doing. All right, well, let's get right into it. Not many of you follow me on or are on Facebook because I keep my Facebook profile private. However, uh, producer Deb got sick this week. And as you know, men who get ill, even mildly ill, they they become very high maintenance. I don't know about your home, but... In my home, producer Dub gets high maintenance when he's sick. He gets paranoid. Like, he's su- he's super certain that he's got something bad. And I, when I'm sick, I don't feel that way. I don't immediately go to the dark side when I'm sick. I don't know about you, but I always
2: minimize. I don't say anything. I usually yeah. just, you know... Usually, I just kind of wait until I'm positive it's really bad, and then usually someone will walk by their kitchen and I'm in the medicine cabinet, right? You know, just taking care of myself. And someone's (laughs) like, What, what," you know, Victor will be like, Well, what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I have a little bit of a sore throat, and then it'll be like, And then this is what will happen. Oh, you know what, my throat's been kinda of sore too. Oh, and, God. You know, and I, it'll turn into something about him. Let me make it. And about then myself. I'll say like, yeah, I'm like, I think I have a cold. I said I've I've been feeling not well probably for like, you know, the last day or so. Mm. Or I'll start sneezing, coughing, or, you know, they'll see me taking my temperature and they're like, what's wrong? Are you sick? What, what they, is they it? They start you to know? panic. <laughs> but it's, for the most part, someone's going to trump me. Either the children will be sick. <laughs> yes. Or he will be sick, you know. So my illness will go to the wayside because I will have to be caring for someone else and my illness is is, you know invalid basically
1: (laughs) what's funny is the last time we spoke about uh illnesses the differences between mothers and everyone else is that you said are you kidding i'll be like the old chinese person i'll go in the back room and i'll just die that's what's gonna happen like you'll be you're like we're like cats like you never know when something's wrong with a woman or a mom specifically and a mother has to be really effing sick to be put out of commission. I mean, really bad. I mean, even when I had intestines removed, I was up and taking my child to school two days after I got out of the hospital. You
2: just does what you do. I had a really bad migraine the other night, like so bad to where it's like I I had to actually literally I told Victor, I plowed down the hallway and I said, I have a terrible migraine. Yeah, I've put the children to bed I'm going to lay down. I got into bed. I laid down and I put my arm like over my eyes.
1: Yes. You know, and yes.
2: and I just like... I did I don't even know what happened after the that. darkness and
1: the pressure are something that you just beg for when you have a bad migraine I
2: hoped the kids stayed in bed but if they didn't then it wasn't my problem basically right. like right. I I did my best to try and <laughs> like you know get everyone to where they needed to be yeah and so the next day I said wow I said man I had a really bad migraine he's like yeah you were really sick like like the fact that I I didn't like stay up to make yes. sure that everything you know all all the dust right. had settled you know
1: evening. you're like you're just you're on your own people
2: basically that was the thing is it's like I, I, you know if there was any civil unrest it was you know <laughs> everyone else was left to their own their own devices i was if i wake up and the world has come crumbling around me i will not be surprised i was in bed <laughs> I had covered my eyes and that was how things were going to remain for the rest of the evening. Right. Everyone and else was on their own. Mom was exactly. like off the clock.
1: Completely. And that's rare. That is so rare. But migraines will do that too, anybody. Yeah. If you suffer from them, you know. Anyway, so I'm busy doing my thing. You know, new week has started. Producer Deb works for iHeartRadio. They did some really great station flip. It's an all 80s radio station. Martha Quinn is uh, one of the main personalities on the show. It's really exciting. And they had a big, um, like a launch party, cocktail party on Monday afternoon, evening. You know, he, he of course, sent me some Snapchats and it looked really cool. It was on a rooftop somewhere, you know, very fancy media mogul type people. And um, he takes off and he's not one for staying till the end of a party. He always likes to leave the city. Before the sun sets It's just You know Traffic and stuff He just like And he likes to be home He doesn't like to be gone So he's on his way home And I'd say He's hitting mm, Vallejo Vacaville area Mm -hmm. So he's been in the car For about 45 minutes And he calls me And I said Hey what's going on He goes What are you doing I go Oh I'm just trying To figure out dinner You know Malia and I Are just It's just us So I think I'm getting her a pizza And I'm gonna make a salad You know Nothing significant Since I know he ate And I said What's going on He goes I think I have a fever (laughs) (laughs) I said, how do you know? He goes, well, I just, I feel kind of cold, but warm. And I said, all right. I said, well, you know, you were outside where the, that bay breeze will whip through you and you will get wind burned like immediately. Right. And it's cold and now you're in your warm car. So it could just be, you know, your skin is warm from the wind. I'm like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay. He goes, I just, I haven't been feeling like regular today. Okay. The one thing that I noticed noticed with daryl specifically is that when he's not feeling well if he doesn't feel totally normal something's not right and it's like if he is feeling anything even off a little bit he freaks out and when i say freak out i mean like anxiety like he he's worried so he walks in the door and i'm like hi and he has this he's like hi and i said what's the matter (laughs) he's like i think i don't feel well and i said well let me feel your head i'm like well yes you have a fever (laughs) <laughs> I, and he was really pink and and I said you need to take some uh, Tylenol and you need to go upstairs and go to bed so I go upstairs to check on him later and he's starving because he's has a fever but he's still very hungry and the fever has finally broken now he's clammy he goes I don't understand why I'm clammy and I said honey you're you just have like a virus or something it's fine you need to sleep it off you'll be fine you know he was hungry he goes why well, I- <laughs> he goes I think I think i'm gonna try to go downstairs and have some food and he starts getting really like this whole like like he's a feeble yeah in a hospital like he's this feeble person every time and you know with me i i know when someone's really truly like death and dying ill versus just having a little virus like a cold type thing and i i'm just staring down at him and i said well do you want me to bring you food (laughs) because at this point i'm annoyed why do you even offer
2: Well, I feel like it's my duty to try. You're so nice. See, Victor, he does the same thing. Victor's just like, and and he always does this, like, you know, I don't offer. I'm just like, well, if that's what you think you should do. And so... (laughs) You know, because he always wants to power through everything, you know, because he thinks that he thinks that makes him strong. He'll be like, I I think, (laughs) you know, I should try and eat something. I think that might make me feel better. And I'm like, well, if you you know, if you're up for it, then that's what you should do.
1: I I wonder when they say that, though, if it's more like, no, 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 let me get it for you. Like he wants you to take that as a as a clue that perhaps you should serve me instead, because I I don't think I can make it. Five feet down the hall.
2: Victor and I have been together for almost 12 years. And he knows that that's never going to happen. Well, it would never work. Yeah. But I mean, I True. might, you know, help him. I'd be like, if do you want some soup, I can try and he- heat you up something or, you know, <laughs> you know. I can try. Whatever. I can try to do it. But it won't be made with love, I can tell you that much. I mean, it's not, it's not difficult to heat up a can of soup. But I mean, right. you know, beyond that, I'm not right. going to go to any great lengths to, you know. <laughs> yes. Th- th- beyond that you know that's that's like that's like sick food but but to
1: me it's just like i can deal with the sick the sickness of i'm just weak i need to lay down and rest totally i'm cool with that because he's what's high maintenance for me is that whenever i see him he's like well i i think i might feel better i i'm not sure i still have this fever and it won't it just doesn't seem to want to go away and i'm like okay i'm not a doctor but I will pretty much guarantee that you have nothing but a virus. And and what what when I grow weary is when I'm continually saying the same thing over again. Because I don't want to be an asshole when I lose my right. patience. Because most, probably most women don't. <laughs> I think I probably do. And then the second he's better, then I'm mean. You know, the
2: second I know he's better, I'm mean to him. Right. Well, I mean. Like payback. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. That is a little frustrating. Well, especially, I mean, do you have a thermometer or anything? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you could just give is. him a, fee- a thermometer so he'd like track his own fevers. So he can obsessively look at That's it every That's what time. I and do with the, the kids. And
1: <sighs> but then I get to hear about it. That's the problem. I mean, That's the problem is that I'm feeding the anxiety because then he'll be like, well, I checked it a half an hour ago and it said it was 98. Is that normal? And I'm like, uh, in fact, at one point during the 48 hours, I did the, the Napoleon die thing. <sighs> <laughs> so ultimately because i need i get reports and so even this morning as he's walking out the door at five thirty, i said so are you feeling better and he's like i think i'm 90 percent but i'm taking some meds with me just in case you know and i'm like all right god's be with
2: you Jeez. enjoy your day <laughs> you know i don't know jamie i, I don't think daryl's a very good sick person
1: He's not. He's terrible. He's the worst. He's just... But you know what? That's his flaw, right? That's his flaw.
2: But I mean, I don't know He married into the wrong family for that. I I can tell you that. I don't know any man that's a really good sick person, to be honest. I don't either. There's always
1: something. There's always... You know, there's there might be people sitting out there going, "Now, well, mine mine does not get anxious when they da da da." It's like, yeah, well, there's usually something else. Either they're completely incapable of even lifting a finger for like two weeks, or you know, because they were sick sick with a hangover on Sunday, or they try to power through it, then they faint and they become your problem.
2: Yeah, really? You know?
1: I mean, they're like, no, no, I'm, I'm fine. I can do it. And then they go to the grocery store and they pass out picking up a crate of water. And uh, all of a sudden now it's
2: become your problem. I mean, I think we all long for the, the cowboy that just, you know, rubs spit in it and then moves on <laughs> with his day. But yeah. I don't think that, that man
1: exists. So. Drinks a shot of whiskey to kill the whatever bugs in the his germs, stomach. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Those, they don't happen anymore. But then again, they only live to be like. 30. That is so.
0: true. <laughs> the Uggs know if you're going to go out in public, it's best that you at least do a lip and a clip to help out. Paula has your lip and clip tip of the week, brought to you by the Ugly Truth Avon Store. Here's Paula.
2: There's not much of embarrassed to talk about, obviously, but I am a little embarrassed to admit that I struggle with my skin and trying to keep it clear. Fortunately, I found Avon's Professional Strength Clear Skin products. Clear Skin has made a huge difference in the way my skin feels. Check out all the Clear Skin products at our Avon site or via our Ugly Mall.
0: Get this and tons of other lip and clip favorites from our Avon store at uglytruth.com/shop. And now, once again, here are the Uggs. Closes the door before
2: the winter lets a cold in.
0: And wonders if her love is strong enough to make him stay. She's answered by the taillights
2: shining through the window pane. He said, I want to see you again
0: but i'm stuck in cold weather maybe tomorrow will be
2: anyway
1: dead. so let's move on and discuss our children yes <laughs> um so summer is here um we're you know we're done with school but you're you're winding up your school year and you had Open house last night yes. for both of your children, right?
2: Right. So my kids are in year-round schools, so they're still right. uh, just at the tail end of the school year. They'll be done in the next couple weeks. And so open house is always a fun time. Well, yeah, it's a fun time for most people. It's always bittersweet <laughs> for me because... Oh. I never enjoy, <laughs> I struggle going into the classroom with all the parents and the children and the teachers. Oh, yeah. Because I tr- find myself faking it a lot. Oh, trying you're to, with me. Trying to pretend like, oh, look at this project or look at this and looking at other children's work <laughs> and trying. Doesn't ma- interest me at all. Trying not to make fun of, you know. Right. Right their coloring or their, you know, <laughs> art projects and like, you know, yes. clearly they didn't follow the instructions or... Or what
1: you know. about the, clearly your mother made that for you?
2: Well, and of course, you know, the two projects that we worked on this week, I'm sure everyone knew that I did them. And so <laughs> it's just, you know, it's it's an interesting night and it's, you know, always awkward to run into parents and especially when, if you run into the parents of the children that are total brats and you're just like mm-hmm. looking at them like... You know, you should be ashamed of yourself. Your kids a brat, and you know, uh, right. What kind of parents are you? Yeah, there is a lot of
1: judging that goes on during open houses. Yeah, for it, sure, it is. It's a hard. It's hard to put aside the years' trials, and all come together as one happy class. Right. <laughs> Although the kids, what's really funny is that the kids like they're the only ones that forget all of the. The bullying and the arguing and the problems on open house because they're so excited that their family is there. They don't even think yeah, about it. They anymore. were
2: fine. They were totally fine. So yeah. we decided to go to Ryan's class first. My son, who is in fourth grade, right? We went to his classroom first, and when we walked in there, it was just a regular classroom, and there was a couple th- few things on the wall and a couple things on his desk. Mm -hmm. It looked like there was an emphasis on different math and science projects this year. And, you know, one of the things I'll say that I had noticed about this year for him in fourth grade, and it could have been the teacher, or it could have just been in fourth grade, but things really just stopped being fun for fourth grade. Preparing them for bigger grades. The projects, he had, like, just, like, three things to show us in the class, like you know one thing was about like the different angles that you can have in geometry you know oh. like a right angle an obtuse angle and like some mm. some other kind of angle okay and then the other thing was about like the different types of rocks that are you know like oh like ge- ge- geology yeah you okay. know like indigenous rocks and right you know some other kind of rock i don't really know also, he showed us, like, uh, his coloring of the California flag. And that was basically it. And it was really fucking boring. It was just, like, not much. And so yeah, I felt bad because, I mean, I was just like, oh, son, these are great, you know? But then I was just like... Well, guess ev- that's it. Everyone's like, okay... So you know what it
1: sounds that sounds like a teacher thing because I mean fourth grade, well, the problem with me is when Tyler was in fourth grade, his teacher was dying of breast cancer oh and God. she actually died before the year was out and so oh my he had God. he had a host of subs for the last three months of school. First of all, it was Mrs. Meshy and she was an amazing teacher, amazing teacher mm-hmm. and um, she loved Tyler. A lot. He was a special student to her. And so when she died, like we had we went to the funeral and everything. Right. It was really sad. God. And she was so beloved. And she was she. Oh, you know, it's so funny. There are certain uh, there are certain adults in Tyler's life specifically. And you'll probably find this as your kids get older. There are certain teachers or parents who will notice how special your kid is. Every single child will have it at some point. And they just go, you know what? What? Mrs. Messia, she she goes, you know what, I just love your son. He's so kind and and thoughtful and sweet and tender and true. And she used to say that all the time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I've had other, like even some of Tyler's ex-girlfriend's moms, Mm -hmm. they'll see, I'll talk to them and they'll say the same thing. They'll say, you know what, Tyler could do anything he wants. He's such a kind hearted person Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And it just reminded me that That fourth grade open house kind of blew because it was all like math packets, you know, couple of book reports, because in the beginning of the year, that's all they do. It's the spring when they get to do all the fun stuff. So it sounds to me like this teacher just decided, this is academics, you're going to learn, you're going to succeed, you're going to know how to do math, board. I mean, even science, they could have, like, dissected a shark or something.
2: Honestly, I was not impressed with this teacher at all this year. This was the teacher that I had a couple of scathing emails that I sent oh, her. Oh, yes. I remember. So anyways, so I... After we went to Ryan's class, you know, I tried to be as positive as possible and be like, wow, these are really cool. Because, you know, he was still proud about all the things that he showed it's us. It's still his but... work. It's Yeah, it's still his, his work. So then we go over to first grade. We walked into that room and it's like Disneyland. Oh, it, I love it. You know how first grade is. It's just it's like. It's so fun. You walk in, it's like. La, la, la. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> yes. You know, and it's there's like, come out, come out, wherever you are. <laughs> Have some candy, yeah. enjoy the cookies. Everyone. There were, there was cookies, there yep. was refreshments, yeah, there is art and paper mache and and there's things hanging from the ceilings and there's just you know that's so great these little like paper bodies sitting in the chairs and oh I love it when they do that they have a little list it says you know your first grade will be your tour guide please look at all the things you know that we have for you and then sign at the bottom and your first grader will will receive an ice cream coupon and oh that's so fun and you
1: know what not one of those things couldn't have happened in fourth grade. <laughs> no, right? I mean, seriously, all of that stuff would have been equally as fun. It would have been. But so I mean, human
2: size you know, kid sized paper dolls in their seats would have been hysterical. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, you know, in the his class, they could have done like dioramas or oh, they could yeah. have done like, you know, science experiments. They could have done lots of things, but Aww, what a boring teacher. Now the flip side about Olivia's things is is mm-hmm. like you know the first 5 6 things they were fun Yeah, there was like a list of 20 things, Jamie. Oh, so (laughs) in a tiny classroom with 100 parents after a while, we were running back and forth. And I mean, after you've seen enough finger paint art and like, you know, guess, guess who I am. And, you know, here's our book nook. And so, you know, Dr. (laughs) Seuss with the principal
1: and I have a question. Yes. Does did the teacher erase the names on the board
2: of the kids who were bad that day? I I didn't even see a board. Everything was was covered covered with like, (laughs) I mean, the classroom was literally covered with arts. And I mean, they obviously are very busy in that class with doing so many things. And that's so so funny. Kind of reminds me of like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. (laughs) It was just, it was insane. There was so much going on. And so it's like a Dr. Seuss book in here. What was my favorite thing though, is when it's like, the sections where it says guess who i am and so on the front it okay. says you know i'm a girl i like my little ponies my favorite food is pizza pretty much every girl in i'm class. a pretty girl so that's the thing is it's like the first five lines <laughs> you're like it okay. says that for every single girl and then it of says course. you know i have red hair you're like okay narrowed it down and I'm pretty who am oh, I you know geez well I'd be like well it's definitely not Connie over there. so well what's funny is though is, is it says you know I have black hair I have brown hair I have blonde hair and so I said okay well it's the, so I read one and it says I have brown hair I'm like well I bet this one's Olivia so I lift it up and it's you know not Olivia <laughs> and so then it says I oh, have God. black hair so I lift it up and then as you lift these up though these little girls like clearly they don't know their hair color because Oh, that's so funny! All of them. They're either have like brown hair or blonde hair or and they're you know, not <laughs> some little girl who was clearly African-American said she had brown hair and it was her hair was, oh. you know, jet black. And so I'm just <sighs> like, OK, so this so is going to be difficult. So finally, we found one. She said I had blonde hair and it was Olivia. And I'm like, Olivia, oh. I'm like, you don't have blonde hair. <laughs> she's and just she, like, I She's like, I have a little blonde hair. And I'm like, all right, Aww. fine. Let's not argue, but let's just, you know. So anyways, the point is, is that. <laughs> It just made me a little sad for Ryan because I'm like, you know, this is what I remember about like open houses with Ryan is, you know, it used to be so fun because they used to do so many things. And now I'm like, it's like an institution for him. (laughs) It's like a college college classroom. Like they've just given up on all, you know hope yeah. for children his age you know it's just like well, we you're don't getting, believe yeah you're getting ready to go to middle school why, why should we start caring about you now you know yeah it's like this is apparently where the teachers go to die that's kind of what i was thinking <laughs> god sorry the littermaid box is <gasps> going off
1: we you know we what haven't? that is a sponsor we have not had in a very long I time know. the ugly truth brought to you by littermaid open house is brought to you by littermaid <laughs> thank you, Toby.
2: <laughs> That's so funny.
1: Anyway, let's move on. So, so school's coming to a close soon for you, but school's out for me. Now, my daughter, our summer is not exactly going to be lazy. We're, you know, back when you and I were young and we had summers, we literally had no plans. You know, we did nothing. And so there was a lot of time spent going to the library, sitting outside and reading, you know, getting in fights with each other, right. causing problems. Well, now it's changed so much. Like, I don't know about Ryan or Olivia, but Malia has cheer. Uh So she's she made JB cheer this year. So practice started yesterday and it's twice a week in the evening. And then uh, cheer camp will be in in, uh, about a month or two. And so it's a super busy time. The only thing that I I'm trying to do, because I really only have two more summers with her before she goes off to do adult life, is I said I go, hey, I go, do you do you follow world events at all? She's like, what? And I said, you know, current events. Do you follow current events? Not really, no. And I said, all right, so this is the challenge because we still actually eat dinner together. And so not not every night, but most nights we do. And I said, so at least once a week, you need to come to the table with one current event that you're following on your phone or laptop or whatever. She's like, oh, Homework, mom. Really? (laughs) Really? And I said, yes. I said, I want you to be a well-rounded person. I don't want you to not know what's going on in our world. You don't have to do politics. I told her. I said, but everything else is, on. you know, you can do anything else. Animal world, nature, different countries. I don't even care. All right, fine. And so we're doing that. And she actually came to me yesterday. And this is the one thing she came to me with. All right, I have my I have my current event, mom. I said, well, what is it? She goes, apparently the Donald Trump supporters were trying to pass off a an actress who had bloodied makeup on from Ash versus the Evil Dead and say that she was a bloodied Trump supporter from liberal supporters or from liberal uh, protesters. And she showed me the photo. And of course, because I'm super in tune to pretty much everything that goes on in our world, I already knew about it. Oh, I never heard of that. Yeah. And it's going crazy because everybody's like, you can't, you're lying. You know, that's not a protester. We know what that is. And then the guy who stars in Ash versus the Evil Dead, Bruce Campbell, said something about it and all that stuff. So I said, well, that's very good, Malia. I'm surprised that you went down the politics road. She goes, well, it was the girl, the face, you know, she saw it and then she read the article about it. And I said, excellent. She goes, so that is my one current event for the week. And she turns around and walks away. And I'm like okay, looking forward to next week. Jeez, didn't realize it was
2: so difficult for her.
1: Well, you know when you're not used to looking into world events, you
2: know you she went to Twitter and that's what she found. So that's funny. Hopefully I'm always, she'll find something else. <laughs> I'm always watching the news, and so the kids are just used to the news always being on. Sure. I guess they've gleaned from just their own. Either from my opinions, just because, you know, I talk to myself when I watch the news, or they've just gleaned it from watching the news. They've already decided they don't like Donald Trump on their own. Well, that's okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's good. That's just something that they've already decided. But Victor, uh, you know, he's a pretty staunch Republican. Yes, they're always like, "Dad, did you vote for Donald Trump?" <laughs> <laughs> so, and they they just get on him about you know who they voted for, and they always that's ask funny. me. They're like, "Well, who did you vote for, Mom?" And I said, "Well, that's private. I'm not telling you." Yeah, and they're like, "Mom, you have to tell me." I'm like, "I'm not telling you. It's private."
1: You know what's so. interesting, and then we'll then we'll move on um, to your new hobby. Is that I read an article where they were having a really hard time finding. People who were um, supporting Hillary Clinton to come on the air and talk about why they supported her this this last primary because we had our voting and on Tuesday. Right. And they said it was really, really easy to get Trump and Bernie Sanders supporters to get on the air. But Clinton supporters were afraid because they didn't want to deal with the harassment after the fact that it, right. it's really, really ugly. And I'm like, you know. It's really unfortunate because there's nothing wrong with supporting Hillary Clinton. I mean, it's there's a, there's many reasons why people would. I was telling Daryl just yesterday, I said, I would love to have a non escalated angry discussion with someone who is genuinely supporting Donald Trump, not because they hate Hillary Clinton. Like, why do you really support him? Can you give me an articulated, educated answer that has nothing to do with I hate Hillary? can you give me a real reason i would love to hear it but i have yet to find that person and it would be nice to actually have that discussion to hear why it's kind of like when you're talking to people about religion though and it's like you you will you will never be able to completely get an articulate answer either way because some of it has nothing to do with with facts
2: mm-hmm. you know what i
1: mean it's it's a feeling And that is really interesting to me. That's what I find so fascinating about, about the politics this year. But what I did do, because Daryl and I did vote, mm
0: -hmm. we
1: went down to our local, (laughs) down to our local voting area. What was your local polling place? The uh, Women's Thursday Club. What is that? It is a very, very, very old club that was established in 1912 in Fair Oaks, California, Where women would go every Thursday for a little women's meeting. And I assume that in 1912, it was probably about voting rights, bake sales, and whatever community things that the women were, you know, maybe when men were off to war, that kind of thing. Uh, But there's a lot of really cool, interesting facts about the women's club in this place. No air conditioning, as you can imagine. Oh, God. There were fans everywhere, but um, the women's club, they were they were the volunteers that were taking all the stuff. And it was a really cool, you know, Daryl and I, you know, we actually like to go and vote. We think it's fun. So we like the process. Right. It was really cool. You know, we picked up our little things. And because I am not registered a Republican nor a Democrat, I was able to choose any but Republican ballots. Oh, okay. Daryl and I both, we both got our choice of pretty much anything other than Republican. And so we were able to pick and choose, which was kind of fun. And then we, you know, cast our ballots. But what was really interesting, really, for me was voting for all the local people that that's where all the fun to me was, because, I mean, at the point by the time Daryl and I were voting for a president, it was everybody had already gotten their delegates for to get the nomination. Yeah. So there was really no need to even vote for them. But all the local stuff is what what I had fun doing. Yeah, really, really
2: interesting stuff. So yeah, I usually do the vote by mail just because I like to research all my stuff. Yeah, and so the only thing I regret about this is the dumbest thing ever. The only what? thing I regret about the vote by mail is you don't get the sticker that says I, I voted. <laughs> I really I think it. they should include the sticker that says I voted. No, you don't. You don't get it unless you go. That was the. It's the funnest part too. But you still vote, so I feel like they should include an "I voted" sticker when you get your ballot. When you well. when you mail it in. I just...
1: That's just one of the benefits of actually going in is you get issued your little I Voted sticker. Although I was looking at some of the other counties in our state and they have some... our sti- Their stickers are better than ours. There's, <laughs> there's, some, there's I, different stickers? Yeah, I saw a couple um in the Southern California
2: area that were a little different. I'm like, oh, I kind of like that one. But anyway... I guess Victor could have gotten the sticker because he actually dropped off his ballot at a polling oh, yeah. place because yeah. he didn't have a stamp, which I told him, I'm like, I have stamps in my wallet, you dope. But he he says, he's like, well, I didn't know where the stamps were. And so he, he anyways, yeah. so he I guess he got a sticker when he dropped it off. But yeah, that was that was the day that Daryl had stayed home sick. And I
1: said, are you strong enough? Can you go with me to vote? He goes, yeah, we better do it now. He says, let's do it for our country. Let's do it now before I before my Tylenol wears off. I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> Jesus, let's get going. Right. Anyway. OK, so tell me about
2: your new hobby. OK, so. I would say about maybe like a month, six weeks ago, Victor decided that we are going to be the family that no longer sits at home and plays video games and watches TV. Okay. He said, we are going to be the family that starts fishing. Why? That's kind of what I said. And he's just like, you know, I just, he's like, this is is a really precious time in the kids' lives He's like, I want to start making memories with them. And he's like, I don't want them to be, you know, remember, remember that time we played that video game or you remember mm-hmm. that time we sat there and watched a TV show. He's like, I want them to remember like the time we went out to the lake and went fishing that one time or, you know, we yeah. caught this such and such fish or something like that. So when Olivia and Ryan are in their 20s, they'll be like, remember that? Remember that time period when dad made us go fishing all the time and we totally hated <laughs> it? <laughs> So we have bought all this fishing stuff. And oh, I mean, wow. The thing about fishing, at least at the stage that we're at, it's not that expensive. No, it's
1: fishing is actually a very affordable uh, hobby ever. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's not.
2: It's, it's not bad. It's not been expensive. I mean, we're yeah. out maybe like right now, like maybe one hundred and fifty dollars. But you're but everybody's outfitted with the equipment now. Yes. Yeah, so everybody has their own fishing pole we are doing all our own setup we've been to you know a couple different lakes trying different things to date we have caught nothing but you haven't caught <laughs> one fish no well oh. the first time victor took the kids he actually took them by himself i was mm-hmm. actually doing something different yeah. and they did catch two like little fish did they show you a photo they took photos, but they were so small, like, they <laughs> were not even, like, kinds that you could... Like, we don't even know what this is. This is, like, a minnow or I, something? No, I mean, not that small, but, I mean, uh, not... T- I don't even you know just if they were... You just wouldn't... You can't keep it. Yeah, they had to send them back. They, you know, they were not even close <laughs> to even... They sent them be, back. Like, to put send them back. Send this back. So, yes. but today, we have not caught anything, and so... We have to research what we're doing wrong because...
1: That might be a good idea. The
2: fish, they're eating our bait, but they're not eating the hook. And so, Oh, we, interesting. We, just, so, we don't know what hmm. we're doing wrong. Uh, well, you're asking the wrong person. No, I know.
1: Even suggesting that I might know something. No, 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 no. I no, went... No. no, no, I know. Uh, the last time I
2: went fishing was, let's see, Mackenzie was three... Now, how is this? Because producer Dub is a very masterful fisherman. Yes,
1: because he has a brother and they have friends and and they go fishing. So you
2: are not interested in fishing, I guess? No, because first of all,
1: uh, and they are too. Daryl's brother and he and their friends when they go on fishing trips or even when it's just he and his brother, they eat what they catch. They very... I mean, they do have to throw back and depending on where they go in the state, they do have to throw back some things, you know, like you have to have barbless hooks now. You can't have them where they'll rip out their little lip or anything. It's very humane. But when they go up, like way up in the eastern Sierras and stuff, Mm -hmm. which they do at least once a year, if not twice a year, they will eat whatever they catch and i'm not a big fan of eating fish i mean i like fish but i i'm more of a sea ocean fish person okay not a freshwater fish person i think trout is incredibly and bass it's just a little too fishy for me i just can't you know i don't like the bone situation i just i don't know but they just eat it up they love it they cook it up and you know they do and then the other thing is they like camping I don't do the camping thing.
2: Well, that's either. the next layer that we're hoping to add at oh. some point is we wow. are talking about adding camping to the fishing layer. But are are you a camping person? Well, I mean, it doesn't sound awful, but I think it's because that's going to be within my control to of how comfortable you'll be. Yes. You know, because the, the, the tents that we're talking about are... These very large tents that have, like, a like a zip-down middle piece. So it's almost oh, like... Oh, somebody has their own room. Everyone has a room. Right. There'll be, like, an inflatable, like, bed. mattress. So there'll mm-hmm. be a bed. There'll be, like, a little propane stove. You know, we'll sure. have sufficient ice chests maybe two for like each you know one has drinks one has food so i mean it it will all be very comfortable living it's (laughs) not it sounds like a nightmare (laughs) it's (laughs) not it's not gonna be like
1: (laughs) bad i seriously i'm envisioning in my mind (laughs) packets of cheese with water in it Bologna, cheese you know when you because you have to bring food like for lunch so you bring bread and bologna and cheese and or ham and then you put it in the ice chest and you wrap it up a bunch of times but sometimes some person doesn't shut it all the way so ice gets in and melts and then you've got cheese that's gross or all the ice melts and then the hamburger or the hot dogs are all warm and you're like i don't know if we should eat these and You know, then all of a sudden everyone's eating Oreos and Cheetos all day long, and they're filthy, and it's cold, and there's weird bug bites and dirt everywhere, and it's cold, and then it's ridiculously hot, and you just don't get enough showering, and I just... Well, how long do you think that goes on for? Well, I've done camping with the children a couple of times, and... It was never pleasant for me. I hated it. M- Mackenzie was the worst because she was always dirty. Always dirty. And even with if, if you're lucky and you go to a place where there's a shower, usually you have to pay by the, um, like, usually by every five minutes, so you have to have, like, quarters and stuff to pay for it because right. it's not just free-flowing. Um, and you got to walk. And then they just get filthy on their way back, you know, because they want to run around. And I don't know, there's really very little about it that is appealing to me. Sleeping outside on the ground, even I've woken up many times with the air mattress flat, just not pleasant for me. And there's just not enough alcohol in the world to endure that kind of environment. I told Darryl because he was like, I said, would you ever want to go camping? And I don't even know why I asked him. This was like a week ago. I said, would you ever want to go camping with me? He goes, oh, yeah, absolutely. And he was like going on and on. And I said, OK, well, slow down because I'm not suggesting it. I was just wondering if I'm keeping you from doing something that you enjoy because I know he and his brothers, they have a blast. They go for like four or five days and they, they plan that stuff out to the last meal. That's a really long time. <laughs> yeah. And they always end up packing up a day early because they all have wives and families. Right. And if there's no cell reception, ultimately, they all decide they've had their fill. Actually, what it, it's just like with anything with a guy. You know, they get all amped up and they're super excited that they, they blow their wad and they're completely hung over. Someone's throwing up. Someone's got diarrhea. And then ultimately like, you know what? I think we've had our fill. And then they're done and they pack up and come home filthy. So, you know, I just the camping thing, you know, and I even said, well, I might consider beach camping because it's a little cleaner, but I couldn't do it for very long. I mean, maybe like a day. <laughs> you know, I'm just not into it. I'm not into it. However, when you have kids, you definitely should. uh, I mean, I did it when I had children. I mean, or when they were little, we definitely took them camping a couple of times.
2: Yeah. I hated it. But I mean, you know, they had a blast. Well, we took them to a lake last week. It was called Lake Comanche. Okay. And it took us about 45 minutes to get there from our house. Olivia, she really liked the lake. She actually put her floaties on and she was swimming in it. Cool. Cool. It had lots of little campsites and there was porta potties all throughout. I didn't see any showers, but oh. I figured if we went two nights, then everyone would just, you know, not shower and just do lots of swimming, I guess. Yeah. And then just, you know, deal with the showers when we got home. And then um, you know, do some fishing and do some swimming and, you know, explore. Well, I don't know i think that you should do it you
1: actually did a lot of camping when you were growing up mom took you camping all the time i I went camping with you when i was pregnant with my son but i hate, or my daughter i
2: hated the camping mom did <laughs> what makes you think it'll be any different because mom I'm did like wondering. parking
1: space camping we had a campsite that was a real campsite it was it was literally you could walk to the beach it was a nice place. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was. We just, had coyotes running. It was like the freaking wild out. It was like Call of the it Wild. Was like we right off
2: the highway, though. I packs hated of coyotes. That. We had uh, freaking little vermin. Eight dollar sweet rolls. I guess my whole thing is that, at least, like if we went back to this lake, the difference would be is is that you know it's forty five minutes from home. If things go south, then we could just pack up and leave. And or if things are not go or if things aren't well there was a little market like 10 minutes up the road then we could just go and buy whatever we needed and yeah. things are okay so it's not so remote or desolate that right when are you, you know. doing this when is this happening Is this well happening? no it's just a thought right now oh it's not okay I new. thought this was something that was in the planning stages we don't own any camping equipment yet we're just pricing items right now because I mean camping is, is a, a bit of a, of an investment you oh, know yeah. that costs yeah. some money so I also that's... have to ask you I mean Paula you live in a matchbox where are you going to put all this stuff well that's the other thing So I mean can't you like rent that or borrow that stuff or it could we have a storage unit so I mean we could oh. probably just keep it in there well there you go that's that's what you do it's a bit of an investment but i mean it's it's a small (laughs) investment it's not anything well it's there's only
1: three or four uh, four or five of you depending on yeah you know the family size so it's
2: it's just something we're thinking about but i mean i I, look forward to hearing the adventure (laughs) (laughs) looking forward to it ugly in the woods
0: The Ugly Truth Podcast will always be free, so we appreciate you supporting the show by shopping on Amazon via our links on UglyTruth.com. Here's Jamie with her Amazon Pick of the Week.
1: As we enjoy summer barbecues, the beach, and for some of you, camping, music is a necessity. The Amazon Tap is a small, portable speaker that is Bluetooth and Wi-Fi enabled, which means you can stream music or your favorite podcasts from services like iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or iTunes. With just a tap of a button, you can use the Alexa voice service to ask questions like, why did I think camping was such a good idea? The Amazon Tap is perfect for your summer shenanigans on the go. So click through our ugly mall and buy one.
0: You can get this deal and literally anything you could ever want from Amazon and support our show at the same time by visiting uglytruth.com slash shop. Let's get back to the show. Well, I'm gonna miss her I get home Right now I'm on this lake shore Sitting in the sun, I'm sure it'll hit me. When I walk through that door tonight, yeah, I'm gonna miss her. All the okay,
1: so before we get into our ugly and awkward oh, moment, I have to tell you what happened to me at the dentist the other day. Oh, God. Okay, now Malia got her braces off less than six months ago, and she needed her teeth cleaned. Now, unfortunately for Malia, she's got my enamel. So every time she goes to the dentist, there is a pretend, you know, like there's a cavity coming, essentially. And she had quite a few of them this time. And it really kind of sucked. But we walked in the door and we always do the early morning appointments because this is a very popular dentist in the area. Mm hmm. And they fill up very quickly. So if you get there super early, you usually can get in and out before the masses come in. And uh, with school being out, especially, anything before 8.30, you're, you're golden. Because, you know, when you have multiple small kids, getting to a dentist office at 9 or 9.30 is about as good as you're going to get. So I walk on the door at 8.25. And just like any other doctor's office, you check your kid in. Well, they decided because they're kind of on the cusp of a, all things new with their office because they're so big and popular, um, there's a new system in place to check in your kid. And so I walk in and I I still have my sunglasses on. Like I hadn't even like acclimated to talking to people yet. So I walk in the door and she's like, oh, hello. Who are you here? You know, who are you bringing? And I, I told her, she goes, well, we have a new system now. And I turn and I look and I see two little laptops on the counter And I said, all right, so what do I just like sign her in on the computer or whatever? And she goes, yeah, essentially she goes, it's only a couple of clicks and then you're done. I said, "Okay." so I click on the thing and, you know, I I sign in with my cell phone number and then, you know, you, you go through this long thing of who is here. And so I put Malia's name in. That's who's here. And then it didn't click right. And so I'm already getting irritated And so the lady goes, oh, well, you know what? It's new. I'm going to walk you through it. I said, you know what? I'm not an idiot. You said said that to her? Yeah. I go, I'm not an idiot. I go, just tell me to start over and I'll do it. I'll figure it out. And so she's like, no, no, no. It's a new system. Let me, I'm just, I'm walking people through it. She goes, it's really only like two or three clicks. And I said, okay, well, you and in my mind, I'm like, okay, you've said that twice. So I must look inept, which is the way I immediately think of it. But I realized that they deal with a million people. And so maybe everybody's stupid. You know, who, who what do I know? So I'm standing there. And now this will make you think of that time when I went to the social security office. <laughs> and I thought that I was some kind of important person. So I'm standing there. And so I do, the cell, I do the cell phone number thing again. And she goes, OK, you put your name. You scroll down and hit your name instead of the patient name because you're the one checking in. And I said, why would I do that? And she's like, well, that's just you're the guardian who's here. So you sign in with your name and then it takes you to the patient's name. And then she, we look at all this stuff and like every kid I've ever brought in there was in there and we pick that. And I said, OK, so is that it? She goes, oh, well, you have to update the three year forms. And I said, so this isn't a couple of clicks. <laughs> <laughs> now you're being snotty. yes. And she's like, well, you know, you only have to do this every three years. And I said, yes, well, in three years, she'll be 19. So I'm just wondering, do we even have to do this at all? (laughs) So we go through. Ultimately, she ended up doing it for me. She did the whole thing for me. And I just stood there and I said, you know, I I go, you realize this is quite arduous. You're really asking a lot of people she's like, well, it, it's only when you have to do, you know, the three year thing. I go, yeah, but you said it was only going to be a couple of clicks. And oh, we're like heavens. five minutes into this thing. And I said, and you only have two laptops. I mean, this is going to create quite a backlog for Why you, don't you, you think? so difficult? <laughs> because it was early and I was irritated. God. And so ultimately, she, I was being nice to her. I mean, I know I was. Well, no, what I was doing was being a diva. And the other two front office ladies looked at each other. When I said, this is quite arduous. <laughs> so she's like, well, I'll just do it for you. I'm like, well, that would be fine. Cause at one point I even said, oh, I see. So we're doing your job now. Is that what we're doing? Oh my God, Jamie. <laughs> I know. And it was funny cause I told Daryl what I did. And I said, I do not know where this comes from. Because the thing is, is that I am not a dumb person, I hear myself. I hear what I'm saying. I realize that I am being a diva. I realize that I am no special person more important than any other person, including this poor front office girl who has taken it upon herself to do my job because I know that it's not right. I mean, I, I get it, but it's like I don't. It's it's so funny because whenever this happens, it j- I literally have no control. I just say whatever I want to say. And I immediately think of Mariah Carey. It's this weird thing I do. And it doesn't happen very often, but it did today or that day. And uh, ultimately, she did it all for me. And all I had to do was sign. She goes, well, I have to. And then she said this. This was her dig. And I totally laughed at her. She's like, well, I need your autograph on uh, this page. (laughs) 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 And I went. Good for her. I know. And I'm all, no problem. (laughs) And then we laughed about it. It was fine. I mean, it ended well. Nobody thought I was an a-hole. And you know, she definitely was smiling How and laughing do about it. How you know as soon as you walked back, there, part probably thinking, God, what a bitch. No, I, I was sitting in the waiting room the whole time and we joked about it. And then, of course, what a shock. A guy comes in with three of his children and had to do the three-year form. He was there for 20 minutes. So, you know, I'm like, well, you know, at
2: least I got a little bit back when the dad was frustrated. God, yeah, really. You want to see frustration out of see a father have to do something like that. <laughs> Anyway, all right, well, let's move on to our ugly and awkward moment of the week. So, mine kind of has a bit of a backstory before I get to the main story. Okay. A long, long, long time ago, back when I was in like my early to mid 20s, when I was doing some heavy drinking at the bars, (laughs) I was at the bar and I had ordered a beer and there was quite a bit of foam at the top of the glass because I used to drink my beers in a glass. I still do. Well, not anymore because I don't drink beer, but I always got my beers in a glass. And so the bartender, who was pretty cute at the time, he says, you know, If you lick your finger and swirl your finger at the top of the foam, it makes the foam go down faster. Oh, is that true? And I said, really? And so I licked my finger and I swirled my finger in the top of the beer and the foam went away. Oh. And so I'm just like, that's great. And so for the rest of the night, when I ordered my beers, I licked my finger and swirled it around and he always winked at me. And I'm just like, yeah, that's right. You know, that's a really great trick. So oh, for the rest of my life, every time I he says it works with everything, soda, beer, you know, and I'm oh like, OK, God. cool. So the rest of my life, I have been licking my finger and swirling it around any kind of foam beverage. Oh, my God. OK. <laughs> so fast forward <laughs> to when Victor and I got together. And one time he was pouring a soda and there was a lot of foam. And he's like, oh, there's so much foam in here. I'm like, oh, hold on. I got this. So I licked my finger and I swirled it around on the top of my drink. And he's just like, What are you doing? He's like, What are you doing? And I said, A bartender told me, I said that if you lick your finger and you swirl it around at the top of the foam, it makes the foam go away. And he says, You know, if you just swirl your finger in the top of the foam, it goes away. I'm like, No, you have to lick your finger. And he's like, Paula, he's oh like, my God. You don't have to lick your finger. Well, how does he know? (laughs) And I'm like, how do you know? He says, because I've known that trick for like forever. And I'm like, that's not true. And he says, yes, it is. And I'm just like, well, why would he tell me to lick my finger? He says, because he wanted to watch you lick your finger and then stick it in the beer and swirl it around. And I'm like.
1: That doesn't even you know what? That's a perverted guy
2: thing because that makes no sense to me whatsoever. And that's what I said. And I'm like, you're wrong. So for the rest of our lives, Victor and I, he has joked with me saying like, hey, you want to lick your finger and put it in my drink? You know, what? like <laughs> Ew, it gross. has been the joke of all jokes. For right. Right. The longest forever. So like a week ago. Same thing came up. He's just like, oh, he's like, maybe you should lick your finger and put it in your drink. And I'm like, would you shut up about that? You know, it's right. like it's like the oldest joke in the book now. Right. And, right. Uh, and I said to him, I'm like, I'm still not convinced that I am wrong about I, that. I know. I said, I I don't think I am wrong. He's like, Paula. He says, you're wrong. I'm like, I am not that wrong. I said, I don't. I'm like, I don't know why you think I'm so gullible. And he says, Paula. If I opened the dictionary and looked up the definition of gullible, he's like, what do you think I would find? And I'm like, what? My picture? And he's just like, no, the definition of gullible. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait <laughs> a minute. Does he... <laughs> like, shut up!
1: <laughs> Does he not understand... Oh, you know what? I don't get it. So... I mean, I do get it.
2: But is that the awkward moment? It is because... Okay. <laughs> essentially... You thought he was... Okay. Essentially, he's just proving how gullible I really am. You know what?
1: I've had that done to me before (laughs) and it makes me really mad. (laughs) I have had that happen to me too. And I'm like, how dare you take advantage of me? (laughs) How dare you take advantage of my gullibility? Because I am also very gullible. I just, I,
2: to me being someone saying I'm gullible just equates to the like it basically beads like being stupid and I am not stupid no you're not stupid I don't like being bested you know nobody does well we definitely don't last night
1: Daryl we were I was giving him shit about something because you know if he feels better then you know we're back on common ground (laughs) right and I I did something and I go why do you always leave empty bottles on the counter?" whether it's wine or soda bottles or, you know, water bottles, whatever. He's like, there's no room in the, there's, there's no room in the recycle. And, you know, I am not a good citizen. So I open up the garbage and I show, I look at him dead in the eye and I have a bottle in my hand and I drop it in the garbage (laughs) and then I shut it. And he's like, can I ask you something? And I said, no, you may not. He's like, fine. He stomps off. He actually listens to you? Yeah. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Because <laughs> he knows that eventually I'll be like, fine, ask me. And then he can go, no, I've not, I'm not going to ask you. I've lost the urge. Yes. So okay. anyway, all right. My uh, my awkward moment was not me being a diva and telling them that they were arduous. The task was arduous. That was just me being a snot. But this was a while. It was like a week or two ago. But I. it was something that I forgot to mention as my awkward moment because I had another one. But I really wanted to tell you about it because it's very... Very old school, awkward moment. And we haven't had one of these in a while. Um, Daryl and I spent the night in St. Helena with uh, his dad and wife. And it's this beautiful farmhouse that this winery owns. And they are occasionally invited to be his guests and stay there. And it's a gorgeous house. Gorgeous. But it's old in the sense that it's like probably built in the 30s or 40s. Mm -hmm. But it's completely renovated. So it's just... You would love it. You would be like, I'm living here forever. It's cool. just so beautiful. So I go downstairs to go into the kitchen because I'm going to help make breakfast or whatever. You want to be useful, especially when there's a lot of guests. You you don't want to be the one that sits on your ass and just is waited on by everybody else. Right. And we were ultimately the youngest couple there. And so I felt like I had to be actively helping at all times. So I go downstairs in my sweats and my little, you know, T-shirt that I was slept in and I have my slippers on. There is a seam in this very old floor. It is not a step, but it is a very thick seam that connects the old wood to more old wood. And it's just into another room. Like Maybe there was a door there at one point and they just put this plank over it instead. And I did not see it. Luckily, I had slippers on because I actually ended up skinning my toe. <laughs> doing this. I walk in and I have these like uh, they're like UGG slippers, right? And I walk in and I trip, and I mean, I tripped violently. Oh my god! Not, <laughs> not like the popcorn trip that I showed you the other day, where that lady literally skipped thirty feet. God! But I caught myself, and the problem was like seven thirty in the morning, so I was not coherent. So I trip, and. I put both arms out to grab myself because there's walls on both sides and I can grab both sides so I don't fall on my face. Right. So not only do I trip and it's very, a very loud trip, I grab both sides of the wall and there's a huge antique picture (gasps) on one side and I slap it really hard with my hand. Oh my God. And I move it like 90 degrees and it, although really what should have happened is that thing should have fallen and shattered and i should have fallen somehow that did not occur i stopped myself daryl's dad's in the kitchen he's like three feet away from me and he's like what the fuck was that (laughs) and i'm like it's okay
2: everything's all right oh my god i'm all right everyone and daryl's upstairs He's like Honey, like everything's fine. So no one saw you. No,
1: they just heard. Everyone heard it. The whole house heard it. So I adjusted the photo. Then, so then Daryl's dad comes around to see what I'm doing, and I'm adjusting the photo. I'm adjusting the picture on the wall. I go, it was crooked. I don't know. Oh, he's my like, You're all right. I'm like, I'm fine.
2: I'm fine. You just told him that you like accidentally bumped it or something. Uh, well, I mean, the sound, <laughs> the very loud sound. God, it sounded ridiculous. Like fell down. And How do you broke slap a picture, Jamie? <laughs> because I was grabbing, I was trying to grab for anything and not to fall. Oh that God. was the problem. What would have happened if you had
1: ripped it? Oh, God. I don't know. Never, They're never to like, be invited that again. Is uh, over. 300 years old. (laughs) That was one of the very first things that the original owners, when they finished building this home, they hung this photo. Like
2: how much? How much does it cost? It's priceless. It's
1: priceless. <laughs> there is no price on it.
2: <laughs> they established oh. Saint Helena, Jamie. It's priceless. Well, that, I guess that's good news for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you take checks? Oh my gosh, yes. that is so funny. God. I just haven't tripped in so long, and I was like, God, I was doing
1: so well. So you I said was- you skinned your toe, though? I did because I had violently, tr- I had violently tripped so significantly that the. <laughs> my the inside of my slipper scraped my toe and I pulled out and I was like why does my toe hurt so bad I looked down and I'm like my god I scraped it god. anyway so I don't know really
2: who wins on this no I think that's pretty funny I think that's oh a good okay one. I wasn't sure no that was a funny one okay I think I'm heating up I'm doing better oh you are
1: you are I'll catch you so <laughs> yes, well, you know what? there's never not enough material for ugly and awkward moments of the week. That is true. I mean, they, they happen all the time. We just try to get the most significant one of them all.: That is true. So happens regularly.:
2: Anywhoes. All right. Well, so you say uh, Father's Day is coming up on June 19th. Next weekend, do you have big plans? uh no i mean sometimes we go
1: up to see his dad so i i don't think we're doing that because his dad's in alaska right now oh okay the, they're doing a two-week trip up there they're doing a little cruise and kind of jaunting around
2: alaska so we are probably going to uh, make breakfast at home and then probably go fishing As mm-hmm. of course And then hang hang out at the house. Uh, We're going to do something totally cliche, but only because it's what Victor wants. They've been running this promotion for Omaha Steaks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so Vic- oh. Victor really wants it. So okay. I'm going to probably buy him uh, these Omaha steaks. I told him, I'm like, I-, I try and surprise you, I said, but I think you would notice all these steaks in the freezer. Yes, and I didn't know how to hide them, you know, put them well. in like the kids' waffles or something. So, <laughs> Yeah. Just, I, didn't yeah what I don't to know. Do. I mean, Daryl,
1: I mean, honestly, he, it's not a big thing, but we'll probably barbecue I'll make his favorite stuff and he'll have you know many Bloody Marys and you know I have tried to get him to go you know like go fishing or
2: whatever so maybe he will do that you guys could go with him and just watch him see what he does yeah sure that would be fun take the dogs with you hang out yeah maybe. So, anyways we'll, well thanks everybody for checking in with us and following us for another week of fun-filled activities mm-hmm. maybe you too can take the uh, lick your finger and swirl it around and bubble <laughs> challenge and let me know your results see if you've ever heard that before I've and make me, that. make me make uh, me not be a fool for the last 12 years <laughs> please continue to follow us on our social media platforms as we as we've uh, pushed out on our facebook page and on the different uh podcasts that we've talked about and continue to shop us on our Amazon links as well as our Avon links. There's some good deals out there right now uh, just in time for summer. So yeah. check those out. And if there's nothing else, have a fabulous week. And uh, maybe check out some Sh- Father's Day deals for uh, through Amazon. That would be a good thing to do. Yes. So we'll see you next time. Have a fab week. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.